Welcome to the Naturally Healthy Pets podcast. Let's get to it. Welcome back to my Naturally Healthy Pets podcast. This week, I'm really excited to have my guest, Angela Ardolino, who is a pet cannabis expert, founder of Fireflake Farm, which I love this. It's a 15-year-old rescue farm for farm animals and old dogs, where she's been practicing cannabis and mushroom medicine since 2016. She's a graduate of University of Vermont School of Medicine Cannabis Program's inaugural class, and she's the founder and formulator of CBD Dog Health and the newest edition, Myco Dog, which is just great. And she has her own podcast called Your Natural Dog. Angela, thank you for agreeing to come on this week. You bet. It's my honor, and uh, I'm so happy to be here on your podcast. Thanks for having me. So today we want to talk about um, adaptogens, and we we're going to find out what the heck that even means and how they can help uh, particularly our senior pets fight disease and slow down degeneration, which we know that is a, a huge issue um, for both dogs and cats. We see so much degenerative disease and so much chronic inflammation in our pets. Um, we know that there's a lot of things that contribute to that, both environmental, uh, dietary, medications, so many things that unfortunately uh, we, we are always trying to help our pets, but sometimes we end up having to do things that contribute to chronic degeneration and inflammation. So first of all, um, Angela, what, what are adaptogens? What, what does that even cover? <laughs> Adaptogens are the, a group of plants and fungi that literally, when we consume them or our pets consume them, um, they get inside our body and adapt to what we need. So our stress level, if we need to ramp up the immune system, they'll do that. If they need to calm down the immune system, they'll do that. They literally get in the body and go and find rogue cells. So uh, some of the adaptogens, like my favorite and what I consider the queen of all adaptogens is cannabis, um, hemp for dogs, but cannabis is part of the hemp, hemp is part of the cannabis plant. Um, it is the best one because it is uh, interacting directly with our endocannabinoid system, which is the master of all systems in our bodies, in, our, in, in all animals' bodies. So having a hemp uh, product and adding another adaptogen to it, like a, a mushroom or an astragalus root or an ashwagandha or a bacopa maniri, which are a few of my favorite ones, um, makes it even more powerful and synergistic. There's already research out there showing that if you put more than one mushroom together and then add these herbs, that they are not only more synergistic and more powerful, but they do things like interact with all five signaling pathways for pain, they interact with all 12 pathways, signaling pathways for cancer. So when a lot of these drugs that we uh, prescribe our pets when they get old, pain meds, you know, for arthritis and things, and then God forbid they get cancer, all of the medications mm -hmm. they get for that, those medications are interacting with just one of those pathways. So a lot of times you find these old dogs on four or five different pain meds or seizure meds, and it's because it didn't do the trick. So instead of replacing it, they added another one because it interacts or does something else different in the body. When you literally can take three, you know, adaptogens and put them together and, and accomplish and interact with all, all of the pathways. So 
once I learned that and understood that, um, I couldn't find products on the marketplace that were doing it. When I first went to find full spectrum products, I could only find, you know, this is back in 2016. I could only find um, products that were not full spectrum or they were human products that they just put a paw print, you know, on it. And they'd have other ingredients like flavoring or xylitol, things like that that were bad for it. So I was like, wow, I guess I need to formulate my own formulations. <laughs> I did it well, in 2016. That's how it happens. You, you, you right. see this need for something and it's like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to do that. And it's so funny because my husband and I will see something and we'll say, somebody should. And as soon as oh. those words come out of our mouth, it's like, oh, Dang it! Now we're going to have to do that. We got we got uh, elected to the school board that way one year. Nobody was oh running, my. and I said, "I said that is such a shame. Somebody should." And as soon as I said it, I went, "Oh no!" Well, that's the definition and- of a leader when you're the one that ends up doing it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I didn't mean to do that. I just was making a suggestion. Yeah. I, I, I wanted somebody else. Right. I just think it's a great idea. Right. But thank, thank goodness there are people like you who say somebody should, and then you, and then you take the bull by the horns and actually do it. So, um, how do, well, first of all, I know from just using a lot of herbs and things in practice that when, when we take a plant and we sort of dissect it and we take one little part of it or we extract one chemical or one active uh, part of it, we really lose something because when, and when you're talking about full spectrum, I'm, I'm thinking this is what you mean that we're, we're using whole plant or we're using all the different things that get extracted from the plant and not trying to um, because the, the, the whole is more than the sum of its parts or yeah exactly yeah yeah so um so i i find that to be so true and and when we look at drugs that we use in veterinary medicine a lot of them came about because somebody found an active principle in a plant and said oh let's figure out what the active principle was and then they synthetically make whatever that chemical was, but it really doesn't have nearly the effect that eating that whole plant would, would have, or using an extract from the whole plant. Right. That's exactly right. Or so if they don't synthesize it, they take out just like you said, one compound. So they isolate one compound which they've already done with CBD. There's already a pharmaceutical drug where they isolated CBD. I believe there's even one that has a synthetic form of CBD also. Those are approved and being used for seizures in children. So that's what people don't understand. That There's all same thing with THC. There's a drug called Marinol that is for chemo that goes with chemotherapy. And it's a THC. I think it's an isolate. I don't remember which one it is. Uh, but absolutely, anytime we're dealing with these adaptogenic, especially these types of medicines, you want the full. So when you want a full extract, you want the full extract of the flower. And the flower for mushrooms is the fruiting body. That's where those um, compounds that kill cancer and fight inflammation and, and balance the immune system, that those are in there. You can't get them unless you extract them out of there. So the majority of the mushroom products on the market aren't extracts of the fruiting body. And to go back to what you just said about um, uh, 
compounds, taking out just uh, isolates. We already know that two uh, compounds found in turkey tail, PSK and PSP, are being made as cancer treatment drugs in Japan. They are using them all the time because research already proved that they worked. But you have to extract those out of turkey tail. You can't just eat turkey tail and think that you're going to get those two compounds. So everybody will take a piece of research, put out a product, and have no idea that how to isolate, how to extract it, how to preserve it, and then make it so that it's good for dogs. So every that's what happened in the marketplace. Every time I would find something great, my dog got cancer. I was I was I'm was a I am a huge real mushrooms fan. But I was giving her six to eight different types of mushrooms at once in her food and a powder. And I'm like, God, I wish this was in a tincture. And why can't this be in so I can give it to her like I give her CBD and it would just be so much easier. And then I couldn't find anybody doing it. I also (laughs) couldn't get some of the mushrooms from uh, real mushrooms during COVID. So that kind of put me in, in a panic. So literally, I started to find research, find out how do I get it in liquid form? How do I preserve it? And finally, I found a mycoalchemist um, out in Oregon who makes a human product that I love and then worked with him to make it appropriate for dogs and put in those mixture of mushrooms that I know I could source in North America, actually in uh, the Northwest. It's all Washington, Portland, and California, mostly Portland. Um, We have a co-op of farmers who grow them out in the woods on the wood that they're supposed to be grown on. So to me... I know that mushrooms and cannabis are both bioaccumulators, so it matters what they're grown in and what environment they're grown, the uh, air and soil. So that makes a huge difference, not only in their cannabinoid profile and their profiles of all those medicinal compounds, but to make sure we're not sucking up anything out of the earth like heavy metals or herbicides, Mm -hmm. pesticides, or any of that stuff. Um, so mushrooms and cannabis both have to be tested to make sure they don't have all of those things. But on the marketplace, most products are either a broad spectrum product, meaning they put it through another process and they t- try to take out the THC so it doesn't show up on a lab report. And you're not just taking out the THC, you're taking out a lot of the other compounds at the same time that help the, the cannabinoids do their job. So you take away, you lose, let's say, myrcene, a terpene found in cannabis that has so many wonderful qualities. You are taking away CBD's ability to maybe bind itself to a receptor because you took away that it needs myrcene to do that. So that's why a full spectrum product uh, when you're dealing with a cannabis or a hemp product is always the way to go. That's what research shows works. That's what stops seizures. That's what will help you you know, fight cancer. Um, and every senior pet, every senior citizen, pet or human should be on a full spectrum hemp extract every day. It really does bring so much relief to just those stupid aches and pains that you have to deal with and arthritis. <laughs> I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. That's how I found cannabis medicine in the first place. Um, it's because I didn't want to take the prescription medication I was prescribed that had already been linked to lymphoma. And I lived a pretty natural lifestyle. So I was like, all right, let me see what I can find in nature. <laughs> I know it. I know it's out there. And I tried cannabis and I was like, why isn't this, why is this being kept from us? It's being kept from us because it grows like a weed, which is why it's called weed. 
And you can't, <laughs> you can't take something that's found in nature and patent it and make billions of dollars off of it. So we either Very have true. to rip it apart or and keep the real thing from us and, you know, make it difficult and say that THC is going to kill our dogs and pets and that it's dangerous so that they can make something else for our dogs. That's better. <laughs> but yeah, I, nobody can argue with me. I get one old dog after another, you know, 12 years old with everything wrong with them on, you know, five, six different medications and special shampoos and everything. They're still a disaster. We wean them off of all of that, change their diet, put them on, find the equivalent in nature, which is usually in a hemp or an herb or a mushroom product, and then combining them and bringing those dogs back to life. Putting can I put cancer in remission like three, four times now. My Doberman had osteosarcoma and lived to 26 months, um, you know, that broke all kinds of records. She's a geriatric Doberman. And literally that's what we did. So I, I gave her THC every night, eight, uh, 10 milligrams every single night. So if anybody tells me that THC is dangerous for a dog, I'm like, well, it kept mine alive and pain-free and it helped her beat her cancer. At 24 months- I think it's months, all about, I think a lot of that, it's all about dosing. Yeah. Purity of product for sure. Exactly. Um, but also dosing and- uh, they they make it so difficult to even do the research trials. Right. right. Um, and again, because it's too easy to find in like anybody can get it pretty much. Um, and so it, you're right. I mean, we, we talk about this with so many, with food, with drugs, with whatever, follow the money trail. Right. Um, so, when we're talking about using, so you have tinctures, your mycodog, they're mm -hmm. tinctures. Um, and we're just about to take a break. So oh, okay. when we come back, I want to talk about the difference between just feeding mushrooms or feeding, you know, ashwagandha plant or lavender, whatever our plants are. I want to talk about the difference between feeding something versus so we're just using a nutritional product versus using extracts or tinctures or something what the difference is functional um, food versus functional medicine exactly yeah. exactly so we'll talk about that when we come back we'll be right back after this message this episode discusses the benefits of adaptogens and some of our favorites are from mycodog available in clarity for cognitive and nervous system function Breathe for respiratory and cardiovascular support, and Vitality for cancer, autoimmune disease, and liver issues. This sustainable line of tinctures combine the most beneficial medicinal mushroom extracts with complementary adaptogens. As a thank you to our podcast listeners, use code PODCAST06 for 10% off all MycoDog products at naturallyhealthypets.com. Welcome back to the Naturally Healthy Pets podcast. My guest today is Angela Ardolino, pet cannabis expert, formulator of CBD Dog Health, and also Mycodog and her own podcast, the Na Your Natural Dog podcast. So uh, we said we would talk about functional food versus functional medicine. So I do so much with food, um, food Chinese medicine, food therapy, TCBM, food energetics, that sort of thing. That's kind of my shtick. So I know that food can be very powerful, but a lot of times food 
itself is not enough to get us over that hurdle. And I, so I will add like concentrated herbs, something like that. So I'd like you to sort of address the, the difference between functional food versus functional medicine when we need to kind of move from one to the other and how they play together. Yeah. You're uh, one of my favorites because you've been talking about (laughs) not only hemp, but using mushrooms as part of their diet, which I don't know any other vet who has ever said that, who's ever been like, here's a recipe and use shiitake mushrooms. So thank you for doing that. But mushrooms are an incredible, hemp is too. Doesn't taste as good as mushrooms, but Um, They both are (laughs) packed full of vitamins and minerals and nutrients and fatty acids and omegas. And the most, the best thing about mushrooms is that they have a outer shell called chitin that is an insoluble fiber. So it works really well as, you know, part of a snack or food or including it. So it's wonderful that, but you're not getting, if you are, you're not getting enough of those medicinal um, compounds that you have to extract first. So uh, real mushrooms and and I both extract the same way. Um, we you have to extract to get the, to those compounds. So you have to go through what's called a dual extraction, which means you use both hot water and alcohol. Um, our the way we extract is a little different, but we follow the same principles that makes sense because very few people do it the correct way. And you have to do this hot water, sometimes more than once and an alcohol. And you have to do the alcohol to get the PSK and PSP that I talked about earlier. And some of those incredible triterpenoids that you find in reishi, you cannot get them unless you do an alcohol extraction and then you get rid of the alcohol. So you're not getting that when you just eat them. So a lot of people think they're getting those things and they're not. Most people, like I said before, are getting ground up substrate that have no fruiting bodies at all in it that are put in a capsule or in a powder Um, and didn't even know that that was a thing until I was at HBMA and somebody is, you know, exhibiting there that has a product like that. So those products are usually grown on like oats. So they will show a beta glucan content but it's the wrong beta glucans. It's from oats and not from the mushrooms themselves because no mushrooms are in it, just mycelium. They call it tempeh. It's mycelium biomass. So it's not, it's more of a, could be a functional food versus a medicinal product. So mushrooms can be both. And what we're doing is a medicinal mushroom extract. So I researched which mushrooms I could source that were, really good at cancer, have already been proven to work um, one way or another in the, you know, the 12 pathways, whether it's to stop it from spreading, stop it from either forming, killing the tumor, all of those things, and then took those mushrooms and put them in one into an extract so that there could be, this is what you give for your old dog, your dog that's suffering from cancer. So I did all the research and work and even created a little guide that like, you know, separated out which ones do what (laughs) so that I could keep track because literally people will go, well, which one should I take if my dog is suffering from this? And I'm like, okay, hold on. I kept track of this somewhere so that I could show you and tell you. And then, and then added, yeah. And then added the, the other herbs that have been already shown. So like uh, lion's mane with uh, bacopa, maneri and uh, reishi. 
so powerful. I can see a difference with my senior dogs, like within a couple days of giving it to them, where not interested in food, sleeping a little bit, getting up in the middle of the night, wandering around, start giving it to them, and that completely stops. And I know it's because I'm not only using this wonderful extract and these herbs, but I'm also combining it with CBD, with the full spectrum extract. So I know combining those together is really helping this animal. My 16 and a half year old, we say, is completely alive and thriving from his diet and his mushrooms and cannabis because he is just happy and pain-free. Right. I I think our goal, uh, we kind of have to get over this, oh, he was 12. That was a good age. It's not. For our dogs, I'm really looking for two decades. And for our cats, I'm looking for three decades. Now, do you use all these um, same products for kitty cats? Yep. Absolutely. Everything is safe for kitty cats. Um, every, uh, same with horses. You have to remember that this is basically what is found in nature and um, probably what the animals in the wild were treating themselves with anyway. If they got a bellyache or a virus, they probably went and found that herb or that mushroom that helped them with their ailment. Um, but yeah, they're good for anything. They, everybody has an endocannabinoid system, all mammals, all animals, lizards. I've used it on my farm, on all my farm animals on a regular basis. It does wonders for chickens. I've watched chickens like get attacked by a dog and me going, oh my God, die. Give them, you know, literally get up and go walk over to everybody and the whole side's open. So it's an that was my favorite thing to be able to have because I know that I immediately have a tool that I can get rid of stress and pain immediately. And then I can, what do I do next? Do we need to rush? Do I need to, you know, on the next thing. Exactly. So I know I can get rid of those two things, which always is brings me so much. So we know that um, certainly these products could replace some pharmaceuticals. Um, If someone wanted to use some of these products to replace pharmaceuticals, would they use the two together to start and then kind of wean off the pharmaceuticals as the, because what, what I've told people for years is that when we give a drug, we sort of get a pretty immediate effect. When we're treating with food or herbs, we have to allow the body to process that, utilize that as building blocks for it to be able to repair. So the products that you're talking about uh, would be fine for people to get started and then try to wean the medications off. Absolutely. Yeah. And they are, you'll find, um, you know, we have so much education material that will show you, you know, the difference of, you know, what can you get from a steroid versus a full spectrum hemp extract? What can you get, you know, basically everything. I have found a natural, the natural you know, what we started with in nature for everything. So it's really hard for me to go to anything, whether it's, and I won't touch an antibiotic. I won't, unless I absolutely have to, and I haven't so far, you know, and I got some old dogs (laughs) with lots of problems and, you know, lots of cancer. And did I just turn you off? No. Okay, good. We're good. (laughs) So what pets do you think would benefit the most from the adaptogens? Are we, are we really looking at this for seniors? Would you recommend it earlier in life for any? Um, I 
think that all animals should uh, be on, once they hit seniors, should be on a full spectrum hemp and mushrooms. You know, whether it's like we have a clarity formula that has lion's mane and reishi together. Um, and I would suggest that if you have a dog that uh, chronically has issues or genetically has issues, then yeah, you would start earlier. So for instance, with my Doberman, if I know that, um, forgot the statistic, like one in nine large breed dogs, which I think the lower, the number is even higher, dogs is going to get osteosarcoma. I started asking all my holistic vets, why not start giving them the hemp at a year old? And they said, start giving it to them at six months old. If we know that it's prevented Nina at 24 months after being diagnosed with like, you know, uh, almost grapefruit on her wrist had no metastasis in her entire body. We did an eight diagnostic test and it didn't show up anywhere. It was all contained in her wrist because of the mushrooms and cannabis. So, and, and of course the diet, not feeding the cancer, you know, exactly. that's the type, that's what we want to happen. So if we're getting older and we know that things are getting, it's going to be a little bit harder to keep cancer away and these other diseases away, this is the perfect way to do it because it's, um, it's interacting with your endocannabinoid system, which is responsible for all of the other systems and keeping them at homeostasis. It's a natural painkiller. So you can get rid of pain and stiffness without, you know, messing with your liver and kidneys and putting some synthetic chemical that we don't know where it gets stored in your tissues and what it does in the end. So to me, it's completely natural. And I'm hoping that I can keep on having story after story of, you know, dog with cancer that we get rid of and it's 14 years old and we get another two, three years out of it. And we don't get just two, three years. We get it off everything and it is thriving. It's you know, went from going yeah. staring in the corners to running with the pack and getting in the lake. And you're like, where, what happened? And it's, the brain is working a little it's, better. It's feeling good. So exactly. Nobody can and argue I, with me you know, with what, what the benefits are. Uh, I get to see it. It is amazing what we can do. And it's not about just length of life. It's about quality of life. Yep. And that is, that is our goal. Angela, you are a wealth of information. Uh, we are out of time. I can't, that went really fast. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, and all of, um, Angela's micro dog products are available at drjudymorgan.com. We also have affiliate links for CBD dog health and I'm a huge fan. Angela, thank Aww, you so much. that means so much to me. I'm such a huge fan of you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another great naturally healthy pets episode. Be sure to check out the show notes for some helpful links. And if you enjoy the show, please be sure to follow and listen for free on your favorite podcast app. We value your feedback and would love to hear from you on how we're doing. Visit drjudymorgan.com for healthy product recommendations, comprehensive courses, upcoming events, and other fantastic resources. Until next time, keep giving your pet the vibrant life they deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a veterinarian, licensed nutritionist, or other qualified professional. You're encouraged to do your own research and should not rely on this information as professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Dr. Judy and her guests express their own views, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Judy Morgan's Naturally Healthy Pets neither endorses or opposes any particular view discussed here.